This is the Amateur Fanboy Podcast with your hosts, Chase Aguirre and Mike Urtaza. Welcome, guys, to the Amateur Fanboy Podcast interview. We have today Anthony Irwin from Locked On Lakers. Um, Anthony, how are you doing? Oh, you know. <laughs> it's another day uh it's another day covering this this glorious team of ours this glorious team hey you know things have been better lately i mean at least it seems that way but you know i guess we'll have to wait and see till sunday but so i, I we haven't been on in a while so i guess we'll have to talk about the anthony davis trade uh you've been on plenty of podcasts you've plenty uh talked about it you've you know, given your thoughts, but I just thought I'd, you know, ask what are your thoughts on it and, and how it's going to affect free agency? Well, I guess it's kind of complicated. So on, on, I think it's the kind of trade that both teams can win on in the short term, the Lakers win because they have Anthony Davis on their team, right? right. And they have Anthony Davis on their team and they pair him with, with LeBron James and, and they're better for it. Uh, long-term it's the kind of trade that, the Pelicans can look back on and they can say, well, given the circumstances and given the fact that we were going to lose Davis for nothing uh, come that summer, we did pretty well for ourselves. Right. And, right. you know, and, and I think, you know, one of the questions that that will bear repeating, right. It bared asking at the time and it'll bear repeating over the next few years is who exactly were the Lakers bidding against? And, and it seems, based on what we've heard at the time, and then and then how the trade was covered after the fact, and and some of the things that we've heard uh, just through various places throughout the league, is well, the Lakers were betting were were bidding against themselves quite literally. They were not not just from the standpoint of like there was nobody else in the in the trade scenario, which was the case, but but from the standpoint of David Griffin knew how desperate they were to uh, get. Anthony Davis on their roster and how badly LeBron and, and Clutch was pushing for this to happen and how badly Jeannie Buss was pushing for all this to happen. And he took advantage of that. So it, like I said, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter for the next few years because they have LeBron and they have Anthony Davis. And then those two guys might be able to convince Kawhi Leonard to, to, to come to LA. Uh, but, but after that era of Lakers basketball is over, and if some of those trades, uh, if some of those draft picks uh, wind up converting in a big way for New Orleans, it's the kind of thing that you can look back on and say, well, it might have been worth it at the time, but the the that doesn't mean that the cost doesn't sting after the fact. No, yeah, exactly. And you know, I, I think it. I don't know who it was. It might have. I might have just seen it on Twitter. But someone brought it up. The Herschel Walker trade, kind of in comparison to how much yeah. the um, the uh, the Cowboys got in uh, in return for Herschel Walker, and how they were able to parlay that into what two or three Super Bowls. So, yeah, it, it's it's. Pre- <laughs> you would know, right? You're a Vikings fan, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, that's the. Uh, I, if if the Lakers ever get compared to the Vikings, it's not a good sign. <laughs> like it's yeah. Just, if if it's anything other than for their similar uniforms, it's not a great sign. Very true, very true. So you you, you brought it up, and I can transition right into it. So Kawhi Leonard. So it comes out that the Lakers clear cap space, and then right after that comes out that AD Wade is trade kicker, and then shortly after that, and and possibly the shortest tweet you could possibly 
see from Adrian Wojnarowski basically saying the Lakers have max cap space and they can pursue a max free agent now in the saddest way. I, I know I know you've been big on like, you know, not crapping on Woj, but I just think it's so funny how how this is whole turned and how the whole narrative has just shifted. And he's 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 forced to put out there that the Lakers are a front runner as much as he doesn't want to. But now we've seen today Kawhi Leonard is as far as what I've seen, and I don't know if it's true or not, I haven't really checked if that he requested through Magic John or through Magic's people for Magic to meet with him personally. Uh, how do you think that? It, do you think that'll actually happen? Do you think that's a rea- like something that could actually go on, or do you think that they'll probably just end up meeting with Jeannie Bus, Palinka, LeBron, and maybe Anthony Davis? So here's how I'll kind of put it. Magic Johnson, in the span of, what, two years, probably did more damage to his legacy with the Lakers than any executive who didn't get into, like, legal problems has ever done to their legacy, right? And, you know, he steps away, he he resigns abruptly, uh, kind of tarnishes his legacy in, in that respect, and then after the fact, the Lakers make the trade, they pull off the trade, Uh, that he wasn't able to pull off during the season while he was still president of basketball operations. Right. So, so, and, and, and by the way, like while all this is going on, you're, you're hearing rumblings about, well, his work ethic wasn't great. He wasn't around the team all that often. He was kind of combative and, and, and he was inflammatory throughout the, the organization while he was there. So, you know, you hear all these things about yourself and, and you have never before been, criticized that way since like the 19 what was it 85 i think it was the summer of 84 or 85 the tragic johnson summer right like right. nothing he has never taken hits like this in 30 plus years and here he is you know taking shot after shot after shot after shot you know and 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 the lakers now seem on the verge of signing Kawhi leonard and they might legitimately be night and day better, you know, after the fact, after he steps down compared to how they were when he was running things, right? And and if you're Magic Johnson and you care about your legacy, and we we all know that he does, if you care deeply about your legacy and you see all these things going on and, and you see, like, it's been wild. You, you can you can look up anytime we write something about Magic and, and Magic says this about D'Angelo Russell and, and Magic says this about whatever and and anytime he tweets something, right, you look, you go through those comment sections, you go through those those responses on Twitter and on Facebook, and a lot of it is like, just go away, Magic. I was literally recording a podcast like minutes before I went on this one, and and uh, while we were recording that, my wife texted me. She screen grabbed a, a a headline that we fired off about Magic Johnson being involved potentially with this meeting. Uh, she she screen grabbed that headline texted me i just completely I, I didn't say anything i hadn't texted her anything just completely texted me text me out of the blue god go away magic <laughs> right right and and so you know if you're magic and you see all this stuff going on and i'm sorry i'm rambling here but but yeah, if you see good. all if you if you see all this is going on and the lakers are on the verge of signing Kawhi leonard wouldn't you want to seem involved in some way shape or form again Right. Wouldn't right. you? No, that makes a lot of sense. Wouldn't you leak that you seem important when you really aren't important? When it's dawning on you that you really aren't as important as you as you once thought? He considered himself the Messiah of the Lakers, and and it turned out he was much worse for the Lakers than the Lakers are without him. 
And, yeah. and I think that's kind of where he's sitting right now. Yeah. And, we, and let's not forget that he went on first take, that he went on um, multiple media outlets and basically trashed the Lakers on top of everything. So Absolutely. it's like, like, how, like, are you actually wanting to help or are you just wanting to stroke your ego? And that's where I think, like you said, where we're at at this point is, and it's not that maybe, you know, Kawhi didn't reach out to him, but it's like, he's going out of his way to, to let it be known through all the media outlets that, yeah. hey, this is happening, you know, hey, Kawhi, why me me, all this stuff, look what I'm doing. And, you know, the Lakers have been so much better off without him. I mean, look how quiet things have been. That, that Anthony Davis trade, for the most part, I think got leaked by the Pelicans sources yeah. for the most part. I mean, nothing came out. So it, it, everything's just been going, like, their interest in Kawhi Leonard in itself has been quiet. Like, nobody saw this coming until literally, like, 20, they cleared sap space and bam. And now here we are. It's right. just crazy. Yeah, so, it's just. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know if we were live when when I first said this, and I, I tweeted this out a second ago. But but it's just weird, right? Like Magic gets involved again with the Lakers, and all of a sudden you see the same kind of information that leaks out immediately. He he can't help himself. Mm-hmm. Like he 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 legitimately can't help himself. He has, you know, he has connections. He's very closely tied to to Brad Turner of the L.A. Times. He's very closely tied to Stephen A. Smith, right? He can't help himself. He's going to try to get the word out there. He's going to try to get the narrative out there that spins. He's going to try to spin it in a way that makes him uh, come off as, as good as possible. But there is no such spin right now. No. He left. He resigned yeah. unprofessionally. And and the Lakers got better after he was gone. And so as, as hard as he wants to try here, as hard as he wants to to, to recapture some, some of the, for lack of a better term, magic that was associated with his name— <laughs> Like that, there's nothing he can do at this point. He's got to just step away. He's got to take his L and 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 be happy for the Lakers when good things happen. Yeah, and if they land Kawhi Leonard, just just be like, hey, good job, Rob. Good job, Genie. And yeah, you know, let yeah. everything happen. So I I read a couple things about it, and I'm not sure. I'm I mean I'm sure you have. You you're locked into the Lakers. Not no pun intended. You're locked into the Lakers 24 <laughs> seven. But this whole New Balance and AEG deal. Um, do you think that that's going to play any any part in possibly leaning Kawhi towards at least leaving Toronto, maybe for the Clippers or the Lakers? Or do you think that that's just something that's just, you know, it's there? So that's been a thing. You know, Nike had that clause. I remember back when LeBron was uh, entering free agency. That was a right. thing that we heard uh, a lot. Not not even recently, but the because when, when he was going into his most recent free agency when he actually signed with the Lakers he had already signed his lifetime billion dollar contract with with mm-hmm. Nike right so yeah. so that like it's not like Nike was like all right we'll give you another billion you're a Laker now you know um but but I think you know that's that's been something that's been tied to free agency and with all these with all these guys and and you know it's something that a lot of people who cover the NBA and cover sports in 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 America really uh try to minimize is is the impact of the Los Angeles market, of the New York market, right? And you know, here's where here's where it gets really frustrating. And I think it's it's kind of a it, it, there's kind of a disconnect here between the things that that you know the, the the typical person who pays really close attention to the league and values certain things about uh, the way front offices work. It, there's a there's a there's a bit of a gap here between what matters to those people and what matters to players, right? What matters mm-hmm. to players is a contract like you're seeing with New Balance and, and AEG. What matters to players is some the, the opportunity to to appear in Space Jam 2 
it's it's all these things you know that that really do uh legitimately directly impact them in ways that like a general manager knowing whether or not to trade for a conditional second rounder in 2025 matters you know that's the kind of thing that you know maybe i will value more is 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 the ability to to strike on the margins and 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 maybe even the gap or extend the gap between you and, an, and another organization via the margins. But what really, really matters here, if you're Kawhi Leonard, like what matters to you more? That that Brad Stevens is really good at writing up a, a sideline out of bounds play or that you can play with Anthony Davis and LeBron James for the next four years of your career. Right. I, that's that's pretty straightforward to me. Yeah, no, it makes like and I think um and I, I, I'm not sure how much we can, you know, read into things on Reddit, but I, I saw something right before I came in to get on with you from RDA Ambition, who's, uh, uh, I guess, pretty verified on Reddit, trusted uh, in the Reddit community, basically saying, it, look, it's between the Raptors and the Lakers. Nobody cares about you know, the front office and, and all that. It, it, all he cares about is basically being in, in the league or in the league on the court with LeBron and AD and having the best possible chance to win. And, and at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Yeah. I mean, so there's been, it's, it's been, there's two sides of this coin, right? Mm-hmm. There's the one side where if you're rooting for the Lakers not to land and uh, Kawhi Leonard, the, the one side of the coin is, well, he just won a title by himself. Why would he therefore team up? Right. Why would he, why would yeah. he go and, and diminish his own standing by teaming up with other players? There's there's a bit of disingenuousness, I, I think, to that where, well, he won hugely in part because Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson had yep. career affecting injuries and in back to back games. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, if you're yeah. going to make that point, you got to also acknowledge that. And and you know what? Like the other the other counter to the point that people are rooting against uh, the Lakers, Kawhi Leonard here is, well, if he's already done it once, why does he have to do it again? Right? Like why what's right. he have to prove at this point? And if and if there's an easier way to get what he's trying to get, right? If if all he cares about is NBA championships and there's an easier way to come by those championships and he's already proven that he can do it without people, then why does he have to keep proving that he can do it time and time yeah. and time and time again? Yeah. No. Just go and play with the best players that are going to not only extend your career because you look at LeBron's going to be here for two more years. So after LeBron leaves, then it's Kawhi and AD for the next four or five years. Like you can win titles with that. And then you're telling me that people aren't going to want to like, I'm not saying like you're going to get the Patrick Beverly's and the, the big, the, the bigger, you know, the Bojan Bajanovic's and all those, but you're going to get like the George Hills. You're going to get the Cal. You're going to get those guys that are maybe not league minimum average, but a little bit better than that, that are probably going to say, Hey, I want to go and take a pay cut and I want to go and win a ring and I want to, I want to be a part of this. Yeah, absolutely. The way I've put it when, when uh, Pete and I talked about this on, on, on my show was basically, let's say the average team, the, the type of veteran minimum player that they can sign is like a five out of 10, right? Let's say that, that, that we don't even have to specifically name names, but let's just say that the, the type of player that is available to play to, to other teams on a veteran veteran minimum contract is a five out of 10 player. Well, if the opportunity presents itself to chase a ring and, and you get to play alongside, and by the way, for the Lakers and, and you and I talked a a little bit a, a second ago about what some of these players legitimately really care about. 
you can play for the Lakers on a one-year deal, win yourself a ring, and up your standing throughout the league, right? So yep. you take a minor hit in the in in the short term for larger gain in a long term. In the long term, now there's risk associated, right? Just ask Demarcus Cousins, but but yep. there's but you know that's the thinking here. And so if if the average player that the, uh, the that a typical NBA team has available to them on a, on a vet men contract is a five out of ten. Well, then maybe that player is a seven out of ten for the Lakers. And that's how you know, with with without doing anything specifically other than landing Kawhi Leonard, which is kind of funny. Like beyond that, uh, you can you can now improve your standing on the margins and and ex- expand that gap between you as an organization and another team as an organization. Exactly, exactly, hundred percent. Everything you said right there, hundred hit the nail on the head. I couldn't have said it better <laughs> myself. So well. I guess we'll have this conversation, even though, I, I mean, I don't know how you feel, but it kind of seems at this point like Kawhi's going to be a Laker. I'm I'm trying not to get my hopes up too much because, you know, look, we've seen, you know, Paul George was supposed to be a Laker and everything, and, and he didn't end up giving the Lakers even a meeting, even though we know Kawhi's giving the Lakers a meeting. But mm-hmm. so if we, for some reason, miss out on Kawhi Leonard, let's, let's, let's go hypothetical here. What... what I know you you love D'Angelo Russell, and I love D'Angelo Russell, and I would love to have him back. And I know the Nets uh, uh, tendered him a qualifying offer today, so he's a restricted free agent, which, you know, that that's for now. If Kyrie goes there, then that maybe gets rescinded. But if there's a chance that D'Angelo Russell can come back as an unrestricted free agent, uh, do you think the Lakers are better off going with him and maybe another guy if they can get a low enough deal? Or do you think they'd be better off maybe going like a Patrick Beverly uh, let's let's put Danny Green in there and maybe like, you know, the veteran minimums. So I think D'Angelo Russell's a unique case because 23 year old all star point guards and, and you can use an asterisk if you want, because he was a replacement on the team. Oh, no, no, that, no, 100 percent. 100 percent legit. No. So 23 year old all star point guards don't usually hit the open market. Right. right. Like they not not having accomplished the things that Russell did. So even even if you're saying that. You know, you want to use an asterisk on on his all-star thing. Not saying you do, but like if yeah. if if his detractors want to put an asterisk on that, well, he did still get his team into the postseason, right? Yeah. So like that that happened. We watched that, and yeah. and he has improved. Even Magic Johnson said that like he's better now, right? Yeah. And if even Magic yeah. Johnson has to acknowledge that, then his like the only person who might be less uh, open to acknowledging that improvement is probably Nick Young, and like who cares what Nick Young says? So, yeah. so like if so, Russell is a little unique because of how young he is and how he can bridge that gap between the current competition for a title and uh, the 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 future of the Lakers. Pairing him with Anthony Davis moving forward, so he's a little bit unique in in that respect. But I I really like that. I wouldn't want to pay him the full twenty seven that he's due. I would want to keep it closer to eighteen or twenty which I think is possible because his market has kind of dried up on him. But, you know, if you can do that, then then that's kind of my, I think, second or third preferred route here. But but look, the stuff that we said earlier about Kawhi Leonard, that a lot of that same stuff can be said about Jimmy Butler. And a lot of that stuff can be said, you know, maybe to a lesser extent because people seem to hate Kyrie Irving about Kyrie Irving. Uh, that that if you get if you get a third star to play alongside Anthony Davis and LeBron James, like the value that the the value that you're gonna get 
elsewhere across your roster by way of having access to better veteran minimum players is probably going to be equal, if not greater than the value that you would get from spending more on a Patrick Beverly or on a Bojan Bogdanovich or, or, or whomever that you, you choose to go with there. So, you know, I, I, I would, I would do whatever the, I, I could to move the needle. And, and this is how the Lakers operate anyway. So I, I kind of think how I feel about this is kind of moot. Uh, the, the Lakers, they, they swing big. They're, they're like Cody Bellinger. Well, no, Cody Bellinger isn't. They're like Jock Peterson, right. Or, or yeah. Joey Gallo, right. Uh-huh. Where it's like, we're either gonna we're either gonna strike out and fall on our face, or we're gonna hit a 475 foot homer, right? Yeah. And that's kind of how they operate, and I think that's how they're gonna approach free agency this year. Yeah. No, I 100% agree, and I'm 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 waiting for it. Sunday cannot get here any faster. So, <laughs> Anthony, you're gonna be in Vegas next week. So yep. am I. Let's uh let's meet up and let's uh, grab a beer, and hopefully we'll be able to celebrate Kawhi Leonard being a Laker. That sounds good to me, man. I don't know of of how sound uh, mind and body I will be out there, but but it's Vegas. I'll be out there. I I look forward to it. Hit me up. Hey, hey, I can't I can't say I'll be uh, all that all that there either. But you know, it's gonna be a fun time. <laughs> Summer Absolutely. league, it's it's gonna be fun. Yep. Uh, all right, Anthony, I'll uh, let you go. If you want to plug yourself uh, before you get out of here and let everybody know where they can find you and uh, all your all your quality writings. Uh, well, quality writings, I don't, I don't really know about that, but, <laughs> but I would say, uh, but you could follow me on Twitter at Anthony Irwin LA, and then uh, Locked On Lakers is is Monday through Friday, and then the occasional weekend show if if something wild happens. Uh, I also do shows once a week with Harrison for for Silver Screen and Roll uh, on there. That's the Lake Show. You gotta, you might want to go check out that one. We just had Mark Stein on on that show, and he was great. Gave a lot of great information and. And to Stein's credit, this is one of my favorite things about Mark is that he was willing to say, I don't know on some yep. stuff. Right. Yep. I, I love I, that. I greatly appreciated that. I don't want I don't want to be gassed up with stuff that might not be true. So check out that podcast. Check out Pete and I three times a week and then five times a week across that channel as well. Locked on NBA. We just had a really good show with uh, with Adam and and uh and we previewed free agency there so so yeah check out all that stuff and uh yeah i'm i'm i I talk too much no no dude i I, that's what we have you on here for so we can hear your side like nobody (laughs) wants to hear me talk either anthony thank you very much man i appreciate it i appreciate it a bunch have a good one maybe i'll see you in in about a week or so yes sir looking forward to it welcome back uh that was a great interview with anthony Irwin. Yes, sir. Uh, Chase just went through it all. He got his fanboy fanboy interview in. <laughs> you know what? When uh, Kawhi Leonard is on possibly the verge of signing with the Lakers, you you really gotta lean into it. And for me, I'm gonna lean all the way into it, and I'm not gonna have any shame about it. Go for it. Especially you're expecting to go out and pull out all your. Basically, Chase took a screenshot of every hater. From, I don't know, no, two I, months I, ago. I've liked a lot of tweets that said he stay or he come to the Clippers or no free agent's gonna go to the Lakers Question. or there's no Not chance. For, for let's say he does stay or go to the Clippers, are you gonna are you gonna retweet those and apologize? No, because you're because you're, you're, what you're gonna I'll, do is I'll, you're gonna hate on them. I'll be, I'll be straight up honest. I'm probably just gonna just gonna not do anything. Just yeah. gonna straight up do nothing. But you're gonna do what they're gonna do if he goes to the Lakers. Oh, I mean, I'm sure, and that's totally fine. If that happens, then then. We'll get there when we get there. And it doesn't matter any of the hate or our unhate. No, I guess not. 
At the end of the day, it, what matters is if Kawhi signs the Lakers. They have a three-person star. Um, they're probably gonna get a bunch of, you know, players who are are gonna sign for the vet minimum, um, and uh, they'll probably win championships the next few years. And and me and Anthony talked about like, and I don't know how Anthony feels, and I probably should have asked him, but. I mean, I'm not saying guys about, like Patrick Beverly and guys like Danny, maybe Danny Greenwell, because Danny Green seems to want to follow Kawhi. Yeah, where Danny he does Green. Go. That's exactly what he said. So I think Danny Green will probably, but like you know, the JJ Redick, those guys probably won't take a pay cut. But I don't know. I feel like Beverly a, will will not, but JJ Redick, I don't see why not. He's no, already mid thirties. Like I said, if you're a shooter and you want to win a ring and you're mm-hmm. above 34, 35, you're you're probably gonna look to that team and say, hey, look, I can win a ring. I can go out, you know, on top, or you know, possibly maybe build up my you know next free agency mm-hmm. a little bit and maybe get a bigger well, deal to close it all out i would so. assume if when Kawhi or Kawhi doesn't come kyle culver and jr smith are gonna sign as a laker regardless yeah, that's fine i'm sure uh, carmelo will too carmelo which who cares he's, yeah hopefully he's just gonna the, be on the bench they'll just stick him on the bench tell him to come in for clean up times regular season games and call it a day when get himself a you, ring you're probably better off he'll be the adam he'll but. be the adam morrison of uh of this lakers potential sure. future championship teams lebron's just doing him a favor oh yeah of course not that it's gonna change his legacy at no. all i don't care if it does i don't mm-hmm. give a fuck about mel do what you gotta do just you know just stay the fuck out of the way it would probably be better decisions. If, if you put um a better rotational player instead of bring carmelo but you know carmelo can still shoot but i think you know, i think he would be one of the last guys they kind of like it they like have one spot left and it's a uh, end of the rotation like hey carmelo you want to come on i'm not come sure though like is there even a team in the league willing to sign him outside of I don't think the I Lakers? Really, the Knicks apparently had some interest, but I no, don't. not the Knicks. He has interest in oh, signing with yeah, the Knicks. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Probably not. He said he he would he would wouldn't mind. Of course, if you can somehow make a you know eight hundred thousand extra, uh, you know, to do nothing, especially yeah. if if you're going with the Lakers or or the Knicks, who you know at this point we haven't even talked about because all we've talked about basically is the Lakers. Um, let's actually do that. Let's move on to other potential free agents yeah. um, outside of Kawhi. Of course. Um, and maybe we can, you know, turn back on, on the Kawhi subject after. Um, with the Knicks, they're, you know, they're, they're going to probably not get anybody. I mean, if they do, they're probably going to sign like DeMarcus Cousin to like a one-year $20 million contract. I don't know why, but I still feel he's going to, that uh, Kevin Durant's going to wind up a Nick. I, just, I, do, I don't know why, but... I, I don't know. I have a feeling. I, it just, I, I, if you look off the court, sure, it does make sense off the court, um, especially since he's not going to play this season. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of cash it in, but you know, it's kind of like why? What well, he would be better off going to the Nets or staying with the Warriors than than to sign with the Knicks if he's looking to win. Yeah. If he's looking beyond, you know, the court, but, but you know, he, endorsements, no, things like that, then there's no reason. You know, there's that would be the only reason to sign with the Nets. And, Knicks, and, sorry. And this is where I will I will parlay what you just said right now. And maybe he's like, you know what? Hey, I won a few rings in Golden State. I want to go to the Knicks and do my own thing over there for better or worse, and end my career where I want to end my it career. Would be, and who knows? It would be the same, and even actually, it would be worse. So if Kawhi, let's say, signed with the Clippers, I would say that would kind of equal out to KD sign with the Knicks. Okay. You're probably not going to win there. You're, pro- I mean, you're going to make the playoffs. You're probably not going to win a you know a ring there. Yeah. But what what why would you sign with the Clippers if you can sign with the war with the Lakers and you know you're going to win a championship? Yeah. 
Why it? And and I'm not saying the net he's going to win a championship if he goes to the Nets at all. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. But especially since you know, even if they come out of the East, they still have to play the Lakers. And if we're going to do this, my guess say if he signs with the Warriors, you're not saying he's going to win a championship either. Um, I, I wouldn't say that this year. Yeah, he wouldn't win a championship this year. But I think you still have a good foundation of the three bigs. I mean, the three the three stars there. Now, I'm not saying they're going to win, but they should be competing. First, the Lakers. But Draymond Green's a free agent next year too. Yeah, I'm saying the big three though. No, I mean, if they keep, Clay, if they yeah. keep, if they keep, because Clay's getting. They already said today he's getting the. They're yeah. off from the 190 million. Yeah. Um. So he's staying. As they should. Now, like I said, Draymond. You know, if he leaves, it is. But the back to the Knicks. Okay. What would be their? You know, if they miss out on KD, what what would be somebody that you think they'll actually go after? They have R.J. Barrett. Um. There was rumors that if they do miss out on KD, they'll go after Cousins, which makes no sense to me. I think they'll try to throw a bunch of money at guys like Patrick Beverly, at guys like J.J. Redick, Bodanovich. They'll probably th- you know, overpay one of those guys. I would Maybe probably... not overpay max money, but like you know, if they're getting maybe you... 10, 12 on the decent market, mm-hmm. they'll pay them like 14, 15 mil. I think they're better off going with younger players, even if they're overpaying. Yeah. I'm not saying, you know... D'Angelo Russell would be a good fit there, but somebody you know, young pair somebody up with BJ, um, with uh, uh, what's his name? I can't think of it right now. Uh, the the first round pick, the Knicks. Oh, um, RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett. I said BJ. Yeah, you said BJ. Confuse me. You got the wrong uh, RJ. RJ. Um, but it, it just doesn't make sense. Now moving to the the Nets, I think they have, you know, they have a chance to actually grab two stars now. They're probably not going to be very good this season because KD's out. Yeah. If they sign KD, if he does go there, yeah. Um, Kyrie by himself, I'm not sure if that can work out. I, I mean, mean, we watch how it worked in Boston. And yeah, Boston. It didn't work and, out and, and I hate and I, I hate Boston. I hate Boston so much uh, to my core. But I'll give them credit. They have a better team, a better core of guys around around there last year with mm-hmm. Horford and Smart and Tatum and Brown than the Nets do. After Dinwiddie. And maybe Karis LeVert. I mean, Jared Allen. I mean, when you also got to think like if you're looking last year, Jefferson. Are you just comparing the cast? Well, I mean, from last year, yeah. But I'm saying like if they sign Kyrie, I mean, and how, how much are they really going to be able here, to build around? How, that? how good is Kyrie though? That's be- what I'm saying. Because at, without LeBron James, you he know, when he was much. with the Cavs before he LeBron done. James, he didn't do anything. He he, done he's gone to Boston. He's gotten injured, but he, you know, when he was the man in in Cleveland, I mean, albeit that roster wasn't that great, but when he was the man in Cleveland, it wasn't before that LeBron much came, different. But that's what I'm saying. They didn't do much either. So the like, only difference is LeBron James and Kevin Love. So how how much is he really mm-hmm. you know good by himself? And it's a question that's got to be asked. And it's gonna find out because if he if he goes to a team, you know, if if he goes to Brooklyn with KD or without KD. There's going to be one year without KD, so right. you're going to know, and the supporting cast is not very good uh, for this season, so you're going to find out quickly how good and overpaid he, he probably is. Yeah. So, I think he's better off making sure that he signs with a star. If it's Jimmy Butler, which I want to talk about after this, okay. Um, or, or some, you know, he's got to bring somebody. He can't be the only one. He can't go to, to the Nets and be the only player there. He'd, he'd be better off just staying with Boston. Yeah. Which, I don't know, maybe, I think Boston might be better off without him. No, I think Boston will be a lot better off without um, him. And they're already going for Kimball Walker, so I think mm-hmm. they And then I guess um, there was rumor that, shit. that um, the Rocket Center, what's his name, Capella? Yes. That he, he, they already have a trade in place if but they get all, Jimmy Butler. But only if they get Jimmy Butler. And the rumor is that it's the Celtics. 
That and that's one that's gone around for a minute. Uh, but talking about the Rockets, man, I if they sign Jimmy Butler, they gotta move Chris Paul. I cannot see them keep Chris Paul. No, they can't. It just doesn't make any sense. Now, if it's James Harden and, and Jimmy Butler, then sure, I think they can compete. I'm not sure. I'm saying I'm not saying they're going to compete for a championship, but they should be able to compete to get in the playoffs and you know make it competitive. Right. Besides the Lakers, because if Lakers get Kim, uh, Kawhi, then you know we can we can guarantee them a, a championship this season. Um, you're gonna start doing that, aren't you? What? If the Lakers get Kawhi, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna call them the title contender. I, oh, I still yeah. want to see how the roster gets. It doesn't matter to me. I don't think it should matter, but I think I think I, I got to see the roster first. But and and I, I have confidence that they're definitely going to be up there in the top. This will be the best three elite players that you've put together on a team ever. Yeah. There's never been a team that has this amount of talent. And I don't want to go too you know into this Kawhi stuff again, but it's funny how like Jay Williams came out the other day and said it'd be the weakest move if Kawhi goes to Lakers. Are we like I know you're a Kevin Durant fan. I know the Warriors drafted Curry and drafted Clay, but are we really going to act like Kevin Durant? Didn't go to a team that was seventy three and nine, and then lost, and then just signed up. I, That's so different than I what the Lakers are doing right now. He's saying that though because Kawhi just won a championship and is leaving to go to a team that can you know stack it up. Where he's saying he doesn't need to. That's where I see it because if if you look at it, KD wasn't able to win a championship by himself with with Oklahoma, and he had a top ten player in Westbrook right there, and he also had James Harden on the bench, so. He couldn't do it that. He had to go join forces with a with a team that you know won a championship the year before and the year you know a couple weeks before they just lost in the yeah. you know in the finals because of you know in you know like are people Draymond. really gonna, are people really going to call Kawhi a snake if he leaves Toronto I, to go to the Lakers? I like, don't think it matters because he's or already, even the Clippers or wherever. he's done something that LeBron has never done. I mean, and you're that, wrong. he's won he's won two championships on every team. You know, he's well he. He's one on without any, you know, any players that like. And and Anthony and if you listen to the interview before this, Anthony brought up a good point. Like, let's not act like the Warriors didn't have KD and Clay both out. Like, I'm not saying you take away from that, but that's still impressive. But like, it's not like I'm if not, he goes back to Toronto and had to face that Warriors team with KD and Clay again, that you know the results would be the same. Sure, but the problem is injuries are part of the game. So I mean, you, I, 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 mean, I, I think I, that argument course. is is of course. unfortunate. I think it's kind of dumb. It's, I'm not saying it's not dumb. I'm just pointing. I'm I just, think I'm a championship, regardless of the championship, it's hard to even get there at that point. Because really, were they supposed to beat the Bucks? When did I say that it was? But but were they supposed to beat the Bucks? Yes, they were. No, they weren't. You even said that the Bucks were going to win that. I wanted that. the Bucks to win so you, that they would lose. I never said they wouldn't win. But, I I thought Kawhi had a very good chance to beat the Bucks. Uh uh-uh. uh In the podcast, you said I, that you thought the Bucks were going to win that series. Okay, if I said that, that's only because that's what I was act- secretly hoping for. I knew that the Raptors had a really good chance to beat the Bucks. Nah, I don't... See, you gotta say what you mean. You can't say what you... You can say what you mean and say what you want. Okay. In, then, Maybe I should have clarified You should have clarified. Alright. But at the end of the day, it, it's not about one... A championship doesn't mean just the finals. You, you gotta get there. Yeah. And so getting there is impossible it's very hard no it is so I, i'm not going to take away and this is why i've been saying i'm not going to take away this championship because the warriors got injured that's a part of the game yeah you know player can get injured on every play and if the lakers were to land Kawhi and had those three and one of them got hurt and they didn't win because of it then it'd be the same thing exactly the, the to me you can't take away a team because of a player got hurt i look at the you compare it to football uh when Wentz got injured and nick Foles won they won a championship with the backup quarterback 
that makes it ten times even better. So yeah. Um, going back with with Houston though, there's no way to me that I I I don't I don't think they're gonna win a championship regardless. Even if they do get, I think their early. chances were the past two years, and that's their about best it. chance was last year. Well, the past, even the year before. I know, but I'm if, saying if it, their really best chance was last year. They literally had K, KD was mm-hmm. basically out. Like that's their best. But chance. if Chris, in the year before, if Chris Paul didn't get injured, they would have. They were. They would have won. Yeah, they probably would have. I think they were right. tied, and then and uh, then they, they went were, oh for like a million. Yeah, they were the up. They were range. up uh, on uh, and and then they you know flipped it around. So yeah. the, to me, their prime's over. Yeah, I would agree. And they to me get rid of Chris Paul. Now it's fine to bring in James, uh, you know Jimmy Butler, but you, I don't think you can put those three together and try to make it work. No. Who who's gonna shoot the ball uh, when it matters? You know when the game and how's that locker room gonna five go? seconds left to the game? I personally give it to Jimmy Butler over James Harden. James Harden hasn't proved anything that he can. You know he could be a closer. I would agree. And Chris Paul, he needs the ball in his hand. He can't be the you know the main ball carrier on in that system. He should go to another team. I would 100 percent agree he, with that. He'll probably look way better if he goes to a team. Um, you know if if they do somehow buy him out or are able to trade him, which I don't know if anyone who's going to be willing to take that contract. Um, he he'll probably sign to a team, be the main ball handler, and probably look you know probably not the same but similar. Yeah. Um, now, um, I, I said Clay looks like um, he, he his reps pushed out that as long as the Warriors offer the max deal, they'll they'll resign. Um, if they don't, they'll take meetings. So Warriors are gonna offer a max deal. Um, Kimba, Kimba to uh, potentially the Celtics or the Mavs. It'll be interesting if he does go there. Um, to to me, you know, he could go both ways. I, I think both teams are gonna be playoff teams. Yeah. Um, you know the Mavs with with Porzingis, who's going to have this massive contract that they're about to offer him. Cool. Um, now I'm I'm not sure if they've cleared up his little rape allegation um, cool. for Porzingis. Uh, I have no idea. I think though Porzingis had previously, before it was released, contacted the FBI because she was extorting him for money for um, her, her brother's college like she wanted him to pay it off yeah and he had gone to the fbi and then they had released it so maybe she was just you know it'll probably just we'll probably never hear what what happened i think i think it got swept under the rug. yeah so porzingis you know i don't know i would probably i don't know it's tough for me i i think both situations will be good for kimba no yeah i agree 100 percent I think the only one i think that wouldn't be good for him is the knicks but if the knicks i don't think he would go to the knicks if the knicks if if KD does sign with the Knicks, then it would make more sense for maybe mm-hmm. him to go and team up with KD. But you know who knows? I think I accepted KD not going to the Knicks when um, Stephen A. Smith, I think yesterday, already said that he's not going to go to the Knicks, which is crazy. I mean, he's already pushing that out. He's a Knicks fan. Yeah. Or maybe he's hopeful that maybe he's, he's trying putting, to reverse it. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing what Chase should do. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I. If Kawhi stays, he stays. If he goes to the Lakers, I don't know the if Lakers, there right? isn't for a Lakers perspective. We can move back to Kawhi. Um, there probably isn't a bad case scenario for you at this point. No, to there me, isn't. as long as you had gotten a star, like I've said, you guys couldn't go in this off season and just and sign got a bunch An- of role and we got players. Anthony freaking Davis and you already got Anthony Davis. Um, as long as it, and now you still have to come on pick up some. You know, I don't know who your point guard's going to be. Uh, I don't know what your bench is going to look at. I don't, you know, you basically have Kuz, LeBron, and AD right now. 
and your first round pick, who's probably not going to be on the roster. He'll be at uh, G in the G League at least till the end of the se- you know season. Who? Um, your oh THC. Yeah. Guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is they have enough money to actually if they don't sign Kawhi, they can build a, a you know a good front you know starting five and and some bench. Yeah. Thirty two million dollars. Now, if they sign Kawhi, I guess it doesn't really matter who your starters are. Yeah. Uh, but you want to have to me. I think it doesn't matter. I mean, you got four. You got AD, Kuz, mm-hmm. in this case, Kawhi, yeah, and LeBron. So yeah, and LeBron will play point guard. Kuz will be the uh, Kuz and and um, put LeBron at the one, Kawhi at the two, AD at the four, Kuz at the three. I would and you throw in a big dude. I would put no. I would put uh, AD at the five. I play him big. I, you don't need to have a big. You know, you don't need to have a center. You, Play two. You're gonna have two power forwards. Ask you sign Kawhi. You probably get Danny Green. Maybe put Danny Green at the two. Yeah, there you go. I think LeBron's two. your point guard, regardless, though. I think he'll be yeah. And then Alex Caruso will probably get some looks too. He's mm-hmm. he's, a, he's nice. If you if you if you come off the watching bench. the Lakers, is he the only player that's left? No, they got um they have um again what's his name in the G League? I can't think of his name right now. From last year. Yeah, I um actually no, you might be right. Because Wagner, Bonga, and all got traded. Everybody's gone. You might be. You might be right. You might be right. Caruso might be the only one, which is interesting. Yeah, he, he looks like a. He looks way older than he. he no, yeah. Should. You see who he's dating? Oh, who's he dating? He's dating some fucking badass chick. She's too. there for the D. Yeah, he's probably got a big dick. Okay, let's. My dad listens to this podcast oh. now. Let's keep it. Let's keep it PG ish. Okay. Okay. Chase's dad. Hello. Yeah. So, uh, if you if you made it forty one minutes into this pod, I applaud. He did you. say yesterday he listened to it because it was a little uh, a little less long, but I, I'm sure he'll give he'll give it at least forty minutes, and that's probably yeah he'll probably be out by yeah. then. Yeah, who knows? So uh, Caruso Big Dick is his new name. We yes. should push it on Twitter. Okay. Um, CB Dick. Yeah, CB Dick. Uh, <laughs> CBD Caruso. He ain't making Dick. that much money. CB Dick. <laughs> so it's got to be something else. I mean, yeah. he's making a good amount of money. He's probably making like eight hundred to a million. It does help that you play for the Los Angeles. And he's Lakers. also plays for the Lakers. He's I mean, like my best friend, LeBron James. I mean Nick Young. I mean I don't hate Nick Young by any means, but when he was at the Lakers, you dated freaking Nick. Young. I mean he Nicky was cheating on the girl. Yeah, he should. Uh, you should. You should have wiped that up. What do you think of? Um, let's say you guys don't get Kawhi. Um, looking at D'Angelo Russell as a potential option. If the, uh, so what? What would you? I mean he's he would be coming. We haven't really talked about it. Him coming back. As a more mature 22-year-old, he's 22 right now, uh, he could be your point guard. Uh, how do you feel about him coming back, potentially, yeah, on the $20, $25 million contract? If they were able to get him for anywhere from 18 to $21 maybe million, I'd probably be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, this also accounts for the fact that if the Nets were to, uh, they've now offered him the qualifying yeah. offer so that they resend that and make him an unrestricted free agent, and that's probably if Kawhi, uh, Kawhi sorry. My head's all up in Kawhi. Um, pause. Hold on. Um, Kyrie signs with the Nets, then they probably uh probably rescind him, and then that would open the door for the Lakers if they haven't gotten an agreement or feel like they're out of Kawhi. So it's gonna be easy though because if they they're what you do is you offer him something fairly quickly, so that you know they have to make a decision within you know how many days do they get seven days for a qualifying offer. If they have somebody who offered them another so, contract, uh, they they just did this with um, the Lakers did this with Caruso. And I think it's like five or six days or something like that. Um, yeah, but it'll be off the offer sheet, whatever that team offers them, and they'll know fairly quickly, you know, if they're getting KD or not. 
within that time frame. So you can get this moved on fairly easily. There's actually, I want to talk about it, one last thing. Uh, actually, a couple things. I want to move on to the NFL because there's some news potentially on Tyreek Hill. Okay. Um, yeah, I know. I saw that. Um, and I'm not happy about it. Eh, we'll, we'll get there real quick. Uh, okay. Shoot, I lost my train of thought. Sorry about that. Chase. Um, but okay, let's move Let's move to Tyreek Hill. Okay. Um, so yeah. it looks like he met with the NFL. Um, all charges have been dropped. They said that, you know... You don't know they they call oh, the the police said it was actually they have evidence that it was a uh, it, an accident that the mm-hmm. child when he broke his arm it was an accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it looks like he potentially and there's nothing here certain because I don't want to shit on the NFL too much here mm-hmm. uh, because nothing is is certain until it's certain until yeah. we know from official NFL you know. Mm-hmm. But it looks like he's gonna be a four four game per, you know suspension, which I think they should at least match it to Zeke. Which is six. Yeah. Are I we, think six we, is the minimum. Do Are we going to have this conversation? Do we want to have this conversation? Don't, no, don't go too crazy, but fairly quickly put your thoughts in like 30 seconds. If they only suspend Tyreek Hill four games, I don't care what he did or didn't do. He threatened that girl and said, you better be scared of me, bitch. If you can't take that to at least a six to eight game suspension... And Zeke got six games for basically being innocent, and it came out that she lied. I, I the NFL is just a, just absolutely a joke, and that's where I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm done giving a shit. The NFL's they're not dead to me. I'm gonna follow my team, but I could give a fuck less about anything else. I I I, I don't care anymore. It's just, I it's not worth my energy anymore. Yeah, I feel you. Now I don't. As I, long as they don't, I don't, as long as they don't bring up the the whole Zeke with the security guard incident and try to suspend him again, we'll be good. But if they do that again, then then we're gonna have a conversation again. <laughs> I okay, don't necessarily yeah. think the audio matters as much as as it should matter. The the broken arm and what he's already done, not necessarily because should matter. You can get in arguments and say things you don't necessarily mean. That happens all the time They're in relationships. Still on, it's still on tape, dude. It is, but. But Still I don't think it's as big of an issue as as I think the Twitterverse, which is high liberal, um, high high of instantly putting a you know somebody is guilty instantly, and I think it I think we should go off of what actually happened. I think um, it, it's a bad look, so I think he, they should match exactly what Zeke gets six games. Um, now again, this is all this is all a leak. It could be completely false. He can get suspended a season. All we know, we're just going off of what somebody who supposedly has, you know, information from a chief source, which to me doesn't mean anything. I don't no, think chief source. Of course, the chief source is going to tell you he's only getting four, possibly four. Yeah, names. so it could be completely baloney. He yeah. could be getting more than that. I want to hear it from Adam Schefter. From yeah, I want to hear it from somebody who has more, you know, something bigger. Yeah, um, but. You know, this can be good for the Chiefs. Uh, I was thinking without without Tyree Kill for a season, Patrick Mahomes fantasy. I'm like, I'm probably gonna avoid him as the. Well, I'm gonna avoid him anyways. I don't pick quarterbacks. Yeah. I don't that early in fantasy. But nope. now with him back after week four, you probably thinking he he might be able to go for the record. I think he can beat the touchdown record. Mm-hmm. He's added more weapons, um, a better defense. Not that great of a defense, but a little bit better. They're going to put up 40, 50 points probably most games. Uh, yeah, the, their secondary is still trash, so of it'll course. probably be high-scoring high, high scoring games. Yeah. It'll be fun. Uh, what would be – I just want to throw out here because we're going to start talking about the NFL 
next month because training camps, I mean, actual, you know, training camps and things start next month. Early, who's your MVP? Who's your rookie of the year? Who's your defensive rookie of the year? Who's your defensive player of the year for, for this coming right, season? All right, um, start, one at, start with one and I'll answer it okay. and then go to the next one because I'm not going to be able to remember all okay. this. Uh, your MVP. I'm going to lean towards Patrick Mahomes. But if Zeke plays all 16 games and the Cowboys do really well, I could see him winning it. Okay. And I'm not being biased. I think that's 100% legit. Yeah, I think... And if I had to throw someone else in there, I would probably throw in... You know what? Maybe Antonio Brown. If the Raiders make the playoffs and they turn it around and he's has a huge he, year. He would have to have like 2,000 yards he, plus. But, but you, I'm just saying it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, you yeah. know, a dark horse. I would, I'm going to say Andrew Luck... Oh, Andrew Luck's a good one. Too. And my backup, this is just because you did a homer. I'm gonna do the homer. Um, I, I I do believe in Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he could. I think I think he can win um, most, come, comeback player yeah. of the year. They, I, that's where I think. I think he's my pick for that. I think 100%. if you look at Matt Ryan when he he won his MVP season, it was under Kyle Shanahan. Fortnite's have a lot more weapons right now. Um, I think. I'm not saying if Patrick Mahomes goes crazy or Andrew Luck or, yeah, or Aaron Rodgers comes back, matters. he's not gonna be close. But yeah. I think he he has a potential chance to win comeback player of the year and MVP. I think that's a chance. I think okay. he's going to be in the top five consideration. I'm not going to argue with you. That's why I have him as my underrated player for fantasy. Okay. I think he's going to get way under trade, you know, under drafted compared to last year he was overdrafted. Okay, I'm going to keep that in mind when, uh, when I'm picking him. Rookie fantasy. of the year, offensive rookie of the year. It's tough because there's not necessarily a running back you want to choose from. I, there's not even a quarterback. Uh, you know what? There is a quarterback. I'm going to say Kyler Murray. I'm going to say Kyler Murray, too. But to be different, I'm going to go. Know you know what? To be different, I'm going to go with the Patriots guy. I'm going to go with Nikhil uh, Harry. Nikhil Harry? I was going to be different. Okay. Dude, I'll... he's uh, actually, just just real quick, um, I was looking at uh, uh, the odds came out the other day for Rookie of the Year, and I think Nikhil Harry is like 35 to 1 or something. If those odds are anywhere close to that, I might have to throw 20 bucks on them when I go to Vegas next week. I would probably say it'll probably be between Kyle Murray and probably a running back that was dropped in the second, third round Montgomery. that we don't know necessarily. Montgomery. Yeah, Montgomery would be, if he gets the opportunity to start, he has a chance to. Dist- he's basically, to me, he's Kareem Hunt, and he's in the exact same offense as go- Kareem Hunt is, but in, in Chicago. But I'll go back to the to the Raiders. Maybe, um, who's it? Uh, yeah, maybe I knew John about from Alabama. Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't see it because I don't like him as a prospect. Now, it could happen because that team has a lot of weapons and they could open up the running game. Yeah. So it could happen. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, Derek Carr comes back and is able to sling it like he was before the injury. I mean, that team could have a really good year. I will say, year. Derek Carr also... And I don't like the Raiders. Derek so Carr also forces honest. passes, a lot of his passes to running backs. Yeah. Especially last year. And that's in the Gruden he, offense. He, he could be, he could be a really good, P, a low-key good PPR target for fans. Sure. Um, defensive player of the year. <sighs> defensive rookie of the year. Sorry. Defensive, defensive rookie, rookie of the year? year? Dude, I don't even... I can't even remember any any rookie defensive backs off the top of my head right now. Are you going to defensive backs or defensive line? Or just the defensive or players in general. I can't. I can't. I, 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 I got one. Uh, so I think it's going to either be between Devin White, Devin Bush, or Nick Bosa. Shit. Good one. Um, and I, you, you know what? I think I would. You know what? I think I'll have to go with Nick Bosa. If he's healthy, I think in that defensive line he can produce. You know, a high amount of you know eight to fifteen sacks this season. He has the opportunity, especially since he's in this perfect role on a wide nine. That's his perfect defensive but, but line. You know what? Juan Thornhill. 
You think he's gonna? You'd have to have a ton of you know interceptions, touchdowns, it's a, it's a, it's, and that dude's talented. I wanted him on the Cowboys for yeah. a reason, man. I just I typically maybe it's I'm picking D line and linebackers just because it's you know more than likely what those are the players who usually win I'll say, it. I'll say Nick Bosa or one Thornhill. Those will be mine too. How about Devin White and Devin Bush? They're also in your. That, that, those are gonna be right. Yeah, yeah right there too. Um, defense player of the year. See that one's easier. I don't want to say I don't want to say Aaron Donald just because he's won it two years in a row. Watch out for Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith. Watch out for Jalen Smith. That Cowboys defense, and I'm give not me, trying to be a homer. Give me a couple players, but I mean, I'm going to give you a couple more, but but I'm going to go homer a little, homer alert a little here. Jalen Smith, he's just you saw him at the end of last year. He was getting it together. Mm-hmm. That he was a big reason that defense was so damn good up until the Rams mm-hmm. playoff game. He was huge in that Seattle game. He had a couple huge plays. And then the game where we beat the Saints, he had a couple huge tackles for loss and a couple huge uh, touchdown-saving tackles. The dude is just really talented, and I I really hope that he's able to stay healthy because he could have a really good year. Now, going off of that, Khalil Mack. Yeah, that was going to be what I was going to pick. I think Khalil Mack, another year in that defense. The Bears, in my opinion, the top three defenses going into the NFL next year are the Rams, the Cowboys, and the Bears. I think Khalil Mack can potentially go get 20 sacks. In no order, it, but yeah. I think Khalil Mack, another year, talented defense. Oh, you know what? I forgot about him, and I should have brought it up. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence. You think Demarcus Lawrence? Demarcus Lawrence could have a huge year, too. He got his money. He got paid. The dude's a monster. Yeah, uh, I, I'll probably throw but in. I, but I'll say Khalil Mack. I'll say Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald. And just for kicks, just because I would love to see it, i love to see J.J. Watt get in that conversation. True. If he can stay healthy, yeah, he's a beast. If I, this might be his last prime year, so him pushing maybe I'm not sure if you he's gonna be on the field as much. You know they might rotate him out and in just to keep him healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that guy. He's just a great you know personality in the NFL, and there needs to be more players like him. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see him succeed. Actually, you know what? Um, T.J. Hawkinson went to the Lions, right? Mm-hmm. Watch out for him for offensive rookie of the year. I, my only thing with tight ends is they typically don't produce for the, Matt, Matt the first Stafford couple of years. Matt loves his tight ends. True, but he's never had success with tight ends. <laughs> like, it, his, point, the, the ones they drafted, Pettigrew and Eric Ebron, have never really been successful. Yeah. And it could be a different, you know, they have a new offensive coordinator from, he was with Seattle during the time when they were in their Super Bowl runs a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, and they're playing on running the ball. Um, so that'll be fun. Um, comeback player of the year, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yep. I'm like, who else got injured? I'm trying, you know what? I would throw Aaron Rodgers in there too, just because uh, he's Rogers, kind of off year. maybe, um, how healthy was Carson Wentz last year? He didn't play much. No, he yeah. got injured at the end. Carson Wentz is a, a, an option too. Carson um, Wentz other, an option. and I hate the Eagles, but Carson Wentz is an option. I'll say, um, Kwan Alexander cause he tore an ACL. Um, Jarek McKinnon. I'll throw all my Niners team because the whole team is a bunch of ACL torn players. Yeah, <laughs> from last season. A lot of injury riddle players. Huh? Yeah. Um, and finally, coach of the year. <sighs> to not, me, it's not probably, not Jason fucking Garrett. I, I'm gonna throw. It has to be a team that probably it doesn't necessarily have to. Be, but to me, I think it's a team that wasn't in the playoffs last year and now is. It's probably Matt Patricia. I just don't think the Lions are gonna compete. I think they are. I just oh. maybe it's me if Austin's listening to this podcast, maybe it's me trying to you know ease into him a little bit. But I, I think the Lions have a potential to surprise a lot of people. Mm-hmm. If the Bears take a step back at all, and Aaron Rodgers isn't the same, they could compete for that division. I'll say, um, but um, I'll throw one more in there for you. Um, the new coach for uh, the Packers. 
Matt LaFleur. Yeah, he has a torn ACL right now. Do you know that? Yeah, 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 he does. That's crazy. Actually, that's kind of funny. Uh, I'll, I'll be a homer on one. I think Kyle Shanahan, if the Niners make the playoffs, you know, I one think time has... I can't be a homer because no one will believe me if I say yeah, Jason no Garrett. way. Jason Garrett is going to be in there unless the Cowboys go like sixteen and zero. That's if the they go only chance, dude. If your offense is on fire, Kellen Moore is going to be a head coach in a year. You guys might fire Jason Garrett. Just promote can Kellen make, Moore. Can we make Kellen Moore coach of the year? Just he could be an offensive coordinator of the year. Yeah, there you go. Um, but Kyle Shanahan, and then I'll throw in who? I'll probably say uh, Zimmer uh, from the Vikings. They missed the playoffs last year. Okay. I think yeah, they didn't make they the did. playoffs. That's right, 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 right. And then I think Kirk Cousins is going to turn around and have a good season. He's got to at some That defense, though, that defense and the, the, that offensive line is what's going to keep, you know, that team going forward. Oh, without a doubt. So, and uh, uh, which Dalvin Cook finally come back fully healthy is going to be nice for a full season. What is a team, who do you think has the most wins this season? You know what? I'm going to probably say the Bears. The Bears. I think the Bears will. Okay. I just... So based off of history, I think the past like twenty years there hasn't been a uh, an NFC e, uh, what, uh, what's that team NFC <laughs> North yeah. has a different um, team win the division every single year. I think the Packers. I'm gonna say the Packers. I think they they're gonna come out crazy. Um, you and, lo- and then I'll say low key Homer. The Cowboys could potentially be really yeah. good next year. And then I, I, and I would put the Niners up there too. I don't if think the Niners. Ruffle, yeah, I think they make up. the playoffs as a wild card team. I just don't see them. You know, winning the division because of the Rams and the Seahawks. So um, with that, we'll end the pod. Um, we'll ha- we'll have to have some more football talk, especially since you know I'm excited. Football's here in about a month or two. Yep. And um, actually, we're we're like 18 days away from the start of training camp. Yeah. For a lot of teams. So with all this NBA free agency talk, it's it's you got to remember football comes. It's training camp starting in July, man. I think it's uh, I think the Cardinals start July sixteenth or seventeenth. Cowboys start in the um, the end of the month, like twenty fifth, twenty sixth. Yeah, that's like when that. the Niners start too. Yep. Um, so it's just gonna fly by, and then we are hoping maybe we haven't bought any tickets or anything to go to the Niners Cowboys. Yeah, that's preseason game. I think it's like August sixth or something. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try with this new job at Costco that I got. Hopefully, I'll be able to. Yeah, we'll make figure some out. But anyways, we'll end the pod there. Have a great rest of your weekend and um the next pod we'll potentially know some stuff we probably won't because i think it takes a few days sometimes to to find out some of these players but by the next time we talk to you Kawhi leonard could be a los angeles laker he could also be a clipper which is or weird. he could have stayed in toronto or toronto or maybe he just i, I still think i'm and i don't want to get too, too long on this but i think it's toronto or the lakers i'm not going to discount the clippers but i think it's the fires there is the lakers or toronto and Someone said it, and I, again, I don't want to go too far on this. If you really want to stay in Toronto, why are you taking meetings? You know they're offering you the max. Why the hell do you even need to be pitched? Sure. So it makes sense, but, you know. Hey, well, KD's what? not even taking meetings. But he, KD's he, different. KD yeah. and LeBron did it different last year. But, hey, we'll see. And with that, we'll end Exciting it. times. Bye. Fuck the Lakers. Chase, why'd you say that? That's not very, that's your team, isn't it? Just kidding, that was me. Uh, but we're going to plug ourselves. Follow us on Twitter at... Yeah. Amateur Fanboy Pod, spelled um, with the EU. We are on, now it's not iTunes, it's Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts or we're like on that. Spotify, everything. we're on uh, we Anchor. Are Anchor, everything. Yep. Um, keep us up. We have great interviews always. and um, We're trying to, uh, I think we're going to get uh, another Lakers pod maybe here going on next week sometimes. So uh, Great. 
keep on the lookout. Bye.